Capital of the world. That's what you want to know. It's the TC Martin Show. Yeah, I don't know. I had an idea. <laughs> Diagnosis. I had an idea, and then uh... prognosis. Yeah, I take the serious. Osmosis. Why is it funny? It wasn't. It wasn't funny. I wasn't laughing about anything. Yeah. It's not funny. It's not fun. Nothing's funny. Don't you ever talk about me? Yeah, I don't know. I had an idea. That's the result you won't get. It's the doctor, TC Martin. I don't go out there and laugh. laugh the doctor laugh. is now in. Hour number two. Oh yes. Shout out to my man uh, Derek Lee joining us last hour. Great stuff there, recapping the Astros. And, of course, we continue on with our World Series recap uh, all week long with former Major League uh, ring holders. All right, great stuff there. All right, don't forget Friday at the Westgate. We are back. That's right, a Friday, we're back. What's it been, about a month? Actually, three Fridays since then I've been there, right, with our good friends Jay Cornegay. And John Murray and everybody, Jay Schrader, will be joining us, the former Raiders and Redskin quarterback. That's right, I said it, because he was, plain and simple. So Jay Schrader back in the house uh, joining us. And he's been coaching high school football this year as well, too. So, all right, so uh, come on out, see the show live Friday, 2 to 4 p.m. at the world-famous Superbook at the Westgate, Las Vegas. All right, this hour we'll talk a little NFL, a little football, and... uh, Oh, yes. We'll talk even a little Tampa Bay Buccaneers. And why are we going to do that? Well, they won a game this week. Pretty impressive. But more importantly, they're going to be going to my native land. That's right. Going to Germany. Where's my German music? Can I get that going? And TJ Reeves joins us now, the one and only sideline reporter for the Tampa Bay Buccaneers host of the Three Dog doing Thursday podcast as well. And that's right. He is doing a live interview in Las Vegas now. There he is. TJ Reeves getting ready. He's packing his bags. He's getting ready to go to Bayern Munich. Uh, yes, it's always good to be with the doctor under any circumstance, but especially here when I am headed off. To uh, what are you talking about? Your native land? Hey, I'm part German. Did you know that? Martin descendants are from where? where Martin. Where do you think Martin comes from? Jeez. Martin. Martin doesn't seem to be a German name. Uh. Wouldn't it be like you know Martinoff or something else? No, no, there's no offs. I don't know. No offs is that's about uh, eight hundred to thousand miles. I think east. That's eastern. Okay. Klaus, Klaus, and Ingrid. uh, Ah, yeah. There you go. Yeah, yeah. Or or an er like a Schweinsteiger. Would either be an English name or uh, something, but that's okay. Whatever. That's okay. So yes, we are headed there. And uh, it should be very interesting, to say the least, because the NFL's never played a game preseason or regular season there. They did have NFL Europe there in various cities. And from what we were told, what we are told, there is a rabid following for American football. Not the world football, but American football. And we'll find that out coming up uh, as we head there on Thursday. We have, Doctor, we have so much craziness going on. We have the Buccaneers' last-second dramatic win over the Rams. We have Election Day going on, which I don't know if you've hit on that, but the terrible Tuesday and everything that's uh, happened here. The Reeves family has voted. Sports show, TJ, sub- sports show. We, yeah, yeah, yeah. I understand. We have a subtropical storm that is bearing down. I don't want to say it's breaking news, but if you want it to be breaking news, subtropical storm 
Nicole, your ex, your ex-girlfriend Nicole yes. is going to pay us a visit. Nicole, Nicole is Nicole. actually listening right now. I don't know if she's an ex. She's not an ex, though. She's listening now. She's got a store. So, Nicole is headed this way from the Atlantic across the state at 40 to 45-mile-an-hour wind. I so can that's tell. why no, Nicole no. is subtropical. She doesn't even categorize as a tropical storm, much less a hurricane. So we're going to get lots of wind and rain. And then on Thursday, as if we don't have enough going on with election and then your ex, Nicole, we're then going to get on a plane and go to Germany to play the Seattle Seahawks. So it's quite a week right now here in the Tampa Bay area so, and for those of us that are headed in the Buccaneer travel party. So you're telling me Nicole can blow. <laughs> that, there's your headline. There's your headline of the segment on a family-friendly uh, Tuesday edition there of the D.C. Martin Show. Family-friendly? Family. I don't know what that is. Jeez. Okay, man. Um Yes. So here's the request. All right. So, yeah. So uh, my native land is I, I got half German and then half you used to be Yugoslavian, but Croatian side. So there it is. So, right. It so, makes total so, sense with so, your name th- being Martin. Th- I understand. Abso- a- we covered this. Absolutely. Right. So, there we go. So, but as you know, TJ Reeves, I'm a big time Bundesliga fan, German national fan. I do not have, okay? So you can be the bearer. You can take all your dick shirts that you've been you've been sending us, okay? And your Steinbrenner highs. We can trade these in. We'll pretend we're on let's make a deal or the price is right or whatever. I'll trade all those shirts in for one German national shirt because I do not have the latest version of the Germany National World Cup shirt that they will be wearing in Qatar. Well, first all, so first of all, you've got to get more specific. You're talking about the World Cup replica type jersey yes. that they're wearing, right? Yes, and do I'm we making have a, a color um, because don't they usually wear like two or three no, colors? Home and away. Color request. Home and away. There's a white, and then I don't. Now I have not seen. Maybe none Chuck get this up here. I have not seen their uniforms for this World Cup yet, so I don't know. They're usually black, or they. They may go off with a little red. I don't know, but it's usually the white is the home, and I'm a home guy, so I, I like I like right. the white. But uh, that All would right. be my preference. Or so I'm looking into that and to see if it has oh, a, a World Cup 2022 patch, which of course you would want. Yes, uh, listen to the me latest version. Out your order like I'm Amazon <laughs> fulfillment here on the TC Martin Show. Yes. But the other the other thing is you have to understand we've already been briefed on this that they do take American money. Uh, but the euro is not even doing as well as the American dollar these days. So your American money uh, will go a little bit farther, but you need more euros, and there's a transfer fee. So what you're saying is you want one of these jerseys, and it's going to take my entire weekend per diem for me to go buy one of them for you. So what am I supposed to do, panhandle for food down down by a hostel somewhere near Bayern Munich Stadium? Because I'm having to use all of my per diem euros to buy you a soccer jersey, brother. That that's I mean you're lucky I'm only asking for this one. I really would love to have a a Bayern Munich or a Borussia Mönchengladbach. I mean Gladbach was always my team, but I'll, I'll settle just for one, and that'd be the German national. Here's we got a problem here, TJ, because the the home white looks really sharp, but man, they are going with this burgundy and black that looks pretty good. Size XL, my friend. So uh, again, now no Bye. name on the back, none of that stuff. Just just the 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 jersey. And uh, you'll be compensated fairly. I don't know if I need to, uh, you know, Venmo you money or whatever it is. I don't know if I can pay you back in chicken from the Cosmopolitan, whatever it takes. Because right. I never want to go right. through that 
bashing that well, I had got from you uh, before. I, I mean, while you're making all of these absurd requests, okay. do we need to get a Franz Beckenbauer oh, autograph oh, on the German oh, Look oh, at me going old school, oh, 1980 World love Cup it. with that name. I doctor. love it. Yeah, yeah. Or you, uh, or you're in Klinsman. You know, if you want, a lot of Americans are familiar <laughs> with Klinsman. Yeah, great player. Yeah, Jurgen, Jurgen Klinsmann, who oh, was always geez. great with the uh, with the headers, not so great as a soccer coach though, because they walked True. him out the door about every place that, that he was. That was a shame. That was a shame. Should have never left left Germany. Remember that. Remember that. Oh God, don't get me going about that. Oh yeah, so many great, uh, so many great German I players. Still, you jogged my memory. I still remember being out there uh, a year and a half ago in the summer because, like, the Champions League was going on, and you were watching. Germany or whatever in the in the Champions Cup. Yes, and you were living and dying on like yes. every shot and every everything. And I said, "What is wrong with you? You did this That's is right. not even the American sport here yeah. that you're living and dying on." Oh no, I, I told you, man. I've been a German soccer fan, and I, I credit Toby Charles and uh, public television because Soccer Made in Germany was a show when <laughs> I was a kid. It was fantastic. I mean, there it was. They would condense everything basically down into uh, an, an hour, and then there you go at halftime. We is uh, Halftime news break. Everything that's happening in and around Germany. Look at this factory worker <laughs> over there in Dortmund. Oh, it's beautiful. That's it. That's how I learned my German Bundesliga soccer. Oh, there it is. So- soccer so- in Germany. Toby Charles, the greatest play-by-play announcer of all time. And, I, you know, I think I brought this up to, to Paul Buckpower Stewart. I don't think he was familiar with uh, Toby Charles. Uh, just a travesty. So I guess that means we have to get Buckpower uh, on the show too is Buck Power going to meet you well, over there? I do know, I do know this is confirmed because he sent me the invite. I don't know if you're in his inner ring, but this is confirmed. He does have a World Cup. Uh, oh no, I got it. style yes. pool thing going. Yes, and I, I got know that. nothing about this. Yeah, I so got it. I got that. I got, got that invitation. Invite. So I did. You're in the you're in the circle of trust. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, with Paul Stewart, and by the way, Paul proximity is not that far. Although he told me, I think it's three hours by train from where he is in England to get to Munich. He will not be in Munich, but typically when we have been over, obviously in England, he's been at these Buccaneer International games. So seriously, uh, we will see. I would think that he would make that if it's only a three-hour train ride. It is the Buccaneers. I don't know why he wouldn't go. I know he was just back there with you a couple weeks in Tampa, but uh, you would think if you're that close, you got to make the trip, right? I don't know. That's his status. You'll have to take that up with him. But uh, we will be heading up. By the way, one other note. You need to keep the Steinbrenner apparel because it is playoff football Friday oh, night. No. Steinbrenner did qualify. Oh. So Steinbrenner and Winter Park of Orlando, Winter Park High School and Steinbrenner, will battle in the opening wild card round of the playoffs. It was a tough regular season, but Stein, Steinbrenner won their last two games to qualify for the wild card. So I thought I would just share that with the doctor here. As I playoff love football that. gets underway this weekend and the Buccaneers – Guten Tag, head to Germany to play the Seattle Seahawks. I mean, doctor, on a terrible Tuesday, who had this script that the Buccaneers would be uh, at this stage four and five, and the Seattle Seahawks would be six and three? I mean, we were looking at with Tom Brady and company, the Bucks would be like no worse than like seven and two, and the Seahawks <laughs> maybe have one win. It's the exact opposite on a terrible Tuesday. It's true in it's- Germany. It's true. Well, it's really terrible for the Rams. I mean, think about that. I mean, and I remember Brady saying that one of the reasons that he wanted to come back was he wanted to face the Rams and beat the Rams, and he got that. Now, you were there. You were on the call. You're on the field. It didn't look like – and honestly, I didn't get a chance to see too much of the game because I was still in Houston at the time. And But from what I saw was that 
the Bucks were trailing throughout this entire contest. Next thing you know, when I land back in Vegas, I look at the score and I go, "Wait a minute! Look what happened here! The the Bucks won the game, and uh, and Brady got his victory." It's kind of like the rest of us with respect to that. Let's put it this way: in all the great games that have been played uh, in the history, the the uh, the annals of the NFL, the great moments of the NFL, this game wasn't one of them. wasn't even close to one of them. Uh, it was a field goal fest for a lot of it. Uh, but the bottom line is you give Tom Brady two chances to beat you with a touchdown at the end of the game, he's going to beat you. More than likely he's going to beat you if you give him one chance, uh, especially at home. The Rams could not run out the clock at the end after they had stopped the Bucks on fourth down, and Brady got the ball back one more time with no timeouts left and made the big throws. And I was right down there on the goal line when he found the rookie Kate Ott in the tight end uh, for the game-winning touchdown on the goal line, the go-ahead touchdown with nine seconds left, and maybe that's going to spark a bit of a turnaround here. The, the Buccaneer offense has been sputtering, to say the least, speaking of terrible, on a terrible Tuesday. They are right now on pace to average the worst rushing average in the NFL in the last 65 years of NFL football, back to the 1950s, since a team has not averaged at least 2.9 yards a carry. The Bucks are averaging like 2.6 a carry. The doctor going between the tackles can do better than that. Well, I'm uh, shocked. So I mean, Leonard Fournette is nails. Fournette is nails. And that was one of the highlights that I saw early on in this season. It was like Fournette and nobody else. What happened to him? Right. Well, they don't have any holes, and people have figured out the run game. And, and Brady, I think, is a little jittery, so he's getting rid of the ball uh, very quickly with short passes instead of run plays. So it's just not been good. But maybe it will start to turn around. It's a long season, and maybe they will be better running it against Seattle, although there's real concern here. Pete Carroll, at 71 years young, has done an amazing job without Russell Wilson, with a fairly anonymous defense, with Geno Smith, for God's sake. Geno Smith has had five games this year with a 100 or better quarterback rating. Who had that? And they are 6-3. and three. So this is going to be a real challenge uh, to see if the Buccaneers can beat the Seahawks. But if they can, and they get back to 5-5, five and five, to use your vernacular, this NFC South is such a ham and egg division. You're going to be able to win it and make the playoffs with eight or nine wins, brother. So just get to get to a fifth or sixth win here for the stretch run, and you've got a great chance to win the division. All right. He is TJ Reeves, uh, Tampa Bay Buccaneers sideline reporter, and they got the victory over the Rams last week at home. And now the Buccaneers going on the road to face that Geno Smith-led uh, Seattle Seahawks team. TJ, you got to be excited. I, I don't know how you feel about international travel and everything, but you got to feel pretty pr- pretty good about going uh, to Germany, don't you? I mean, if I was in yours, I'd be very excited about that because I've never oh, got that absolutely. chance to, to extended time in Germany. I mean, it, it is it is going to be interesting to see all of this. I've got a lot of different uh, colleagues, whether it's media people. Buccaneer personnel, there are Buccaneer fans galore that are going. There are going to be several thousand Buccaneer fans that are going to be there. So it's going to be wild to see this. And I'm told in the area where we're staying, this is by design, and the NFL laid all of this out because the NFL has been planning since the resumption of of everybody being able to travel internationally post-COVID-19, et cetera, that the NFL laid out the area where we will be is a primarily uh, fluent English-speaking area as opposed to other areas, obviously, in Munich and Germany, where good luck if you don't speak if you don't speak the native tongue on figuring it out. So it's going to be a lot of fun. We'll go see some of the tourist stuff. I'm interested on a serious note. This is the 50th anniversary of the Munich Olympics, obviously in '72, which was 
known for a lot of different things. The yeah. controversy with the U.S. basketball team. Remember that loss to the Russians mm. in the controversial gold medal game. Doug Collins. Um, it, 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 Doug Collins, that's exactly right. But it's also known horribly uh, for the hostages of yep. the Israeli athletes and the murder of the hostages by the terrorists uh, from uh, from Palestine and, and from wherever else in the Middle East. And so I'm curious if there is a memorial. I believe there is. I'm investigating that. I would like to go see that because, again, that was 50 years ago right. in the summer of 1972 that that happened uh, with 11 Israeli athletes and coaches that were that were killed by the terrorists that took them. Uh, so obviously that was a dark time for Munich. But uh, it, it should not be forgotten for the uh, the Israelis and for the Jews and for and for really the world and for what sports is supposed to be. So I'm interested to go see that. Uh, and I do know the Bundesliga is playing Saturday. There's a the, obviously we are taking over the Bayern Munich Stadium, but the Bundesliga is playing throughout Saturday. So I'm sure that will take over the the sports landscape uh, on TV and elsewhere around where we are. The Bundesliga. I got to see where Muchen Gladbach is playing on, uh, and then I'll send you over there, my friend. Okay, they're, they're, that's what we're gonna have to do. Actually, and got... I'm on the. Uh, what was that guy's name at the World Cup, the last go around when the Germans won it? Was it Steinschweiger or whatever? Schweinsteiger, Bastien for... Schweinsteiger. I'm looking for the Schweinsteiger oh. German national jersey. There which it is. is what I'm looking for. Apparently, uh, no, you no name on the back. You're just get, you're gonna no get name. you're no getting you're getting me. Is this is a real easy find? I mean, you, there'll be. Millions of them there. This is the the version that they will be wearing in two weeks in 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 Qatar or Qatar. Take your pick. Uh, it, that's right. That it's the the current jersey. It'll be easy to find. Right. Size XL. Okay. Size XL. So I will get you the jersey, and then I, I I need a social media photo of you with said jersey. Oh, are you on kidding? Are you whenever kidding? you're at the Westgate or whatever you're doing to watch the World Cup later this year? Yes, we got to make that happen. And here it is, ladies and gentlemen. The breaking news: November the 11th. It is Borussia Mönchengladbach at Borussia Dortmund. That's it. It's the rivalry. TJ, you don't understand. That's like Dodgers Giants right there. I mean, that's it. That's that's Yankees Mets Subway Series. Mönchengladbach at Dortmund. They're like eight miles apart. It's like Duke, North Carolina, my friend. All right, so wait, so wait a minute. I am not. I'm outside of a restaurant right now. I'm not <laughs> up on my German geography. Where is Dortmund in relation to Munich? Uh, How far is that away? Not is fi- it close uh, by? The, the Rhine River. No, not not too far. A couple hours. A couple hours. There you so go. In addition, so wait a minute. So in addition to spending the per diem money, I now have to take out a personal <laughs> loan to get some other money for the travel on the Rhine River to go watch this game. These are the expenses, my friend. Expenses. You know, I don't know about your organization, but when I went on the road, I got to go to Boston. You know, I you know when I was in Connecticut, I went to Boston. I saw the Red Sox. I mean, I was fully reimbursed. I mean, out of ex- travel expenses. Let, let's go with the NFL. I'm there. not sure how you would come on, Glazer. The, the let's go. Ride, the boat ride on the Rhine River to see whom <laughs> against Dortmund? Borussia Mönchengladbach and Borussia Dortmund. Yes, that's a big rivalry, my friend. I'm telling you, it's huge. Let's go. Let's look at the table. See the tables. It's it's not the standings, TJ. It's the table. That's it. And we look at the table. Right, the table. Let's look at the table we'll right now. And, of course, we've got Bayern Munich at top. Oh, Friedberg having a fantastic year. Friedberg is uh, in second. And guess what? 
There's Borussia Dortmund in the fourth spot right now. Mucin Gladbach at the ninth spot. They're struggling a little bit right now, earlier on. So you're saying that there is a chance that I might hear about that game while we're there this weekend. Uh, uh, yeah, once that's, or twice. that's a big thing. So probably will. Speaking yeah. of tables, I would like to stay married after this weekend in Germany, so I need to go get into the table where I am uh, here <laughs> at the restaurant with the wife, with the twins, with my sister and brother-in-law, and have a little meal tonight. I promise to report back on the doctor's show, God willing, after what happens this weekend with Buccaneers and Seahawks. Uh, it should be crazy. Okay. Crazy here with your ex, Nicole, coming yet, uh, tomorrow, and then we head to Germany on Thursday, the game early on Sunday, 6.30 a.m. Pacific time. And for the Seattle Seahawks, by the way, on Pacific time, uh, for that game, 9.30 a.m. Eastern time. Breakfast, breakfast with the Buccaneers in Germany, brother. Oh, you got to love it. Have a schnitzel, my friend, and I need pictures of your food, okay? Don't give me no Americanized right, version. Okay. Don't be taking pictures over at Mickey D's or something like that. We need some good German food, my friend, okay? I expect those pictures. Well, all I, all I know is we will try to make it happen. The doctor's got 57 requests of me to go buy things, I got, attend games, take a ride on the it. Rhine River. We hey, will try to make all of that it's happen. It's not my fault. Hey, you guys could go play in Portugal, and you wouldn't get one request from me, okay? <laughs> there it is. Blame the NFL. <laughs> all right, brother. Go eat. Right. Go eat. Sorry, hey, th- sorry for taking up your time, but this is good stuff. Appreciate you, man. Uh, enjoy uh, dinner with the Reeves. All right, we're all good here. Always good to be with the doctor, and we will head on to Germany, my friend, there and report is. back later. You guys be well. There it is, Numchuk. Give me a a a good give me a good German like say pop song right now, uh, at the top of the charts. Because a lot of times you'll go with the the old fashioned German song. I know you know like with the Korean pop, they got the K pop going. We gotta have a G pop. Is there a G? I know there's a G spot. Is there a G pop? Maybe you get G pop in the G spot. Here we go. Tell me what we got here. I think we did this before, didn't we? You came up with something. All right, we come back. Who knows which direction we're going? More terrible Tuesday takes. But yes, the Bundesliga in full effect. Ah, yes, the NFL in Germany. Get out of England. Come to Germany. That's what it's all about. Ein Schwein. Schweinsteiger. This is Showtime Sean Porter. You know I'm tuning into the T.C. Martin Show. All right, don't forget Friday we're back at the Westgate at the world-famous Superbook. Oh, yes. Great to be back. Appreciate Marco D'Angelo carrying the load, carrying the mail, like Carl Malone, the mailman, carrying it the last few weeks. The G-man as well, too. So we'll be back there. Looking forward to that on a Friday. So come on, see the show live. Jay Schrader will join us, the quarterback. Wait, we can't say that. Steve Berline listening right now. I don't know. That's a big debate. You know, which one is the but I, quarterback? But I was going to say, yeah. do you sure you know how to get there? You haven't been there in so long. You sure you remember how to get there? Uh, let me think about that. I might need to get a lift. Yeah, that's good. No, I remember how to get there. Okay, just making sure. Yeah. Hopefully the hopefully the road work 
is completed because there's a lot of road work going down Paradise three weeks ago, four weeks ago. If you do take a lift, yeah. maybe you will get a guy named Ariel. <laughs> wow. Wow. So I talked about the Ariel story last week, right? Yes, you did. Okay. Ariel that from was your- Cuba. Ariel from Cuba. So I know where you're going the, the, with this. The last trip. The last trip the for the games one and two yep. in Houston. Right. So that was the day when we got diverted, and I was on a runway in Corpus Christi for two hours. That was the travel hours. horror stories. The travel horror stories that we talked about was part of last, last terrible, terrible Tuesday. It was, right? it was last terrible Tuesday. Yeah. yeah. Okay, good. So I do have a part two of that story. So, and it's funny that you bring that up. So, I land this time with no weather delay, even though it was raining when I landed. And I went the day before because I had such a nightmare travel for game one where I barely got in the stadium at first pitch. I told you that. You were like, I'm getting it there. Was, I'm care. getting there. So, that's why I left on the Friday for Saturday's game six. And same airport, same everything. I get my lift. It says... Your driver is Ariel. Now, Ariel was in a white SUV. Ariel 1 was in a white SUV. Ariel 2 was in a white SUV. It was crazy. Totally crazy. So, so now, when you first saw that, when you were like, when you got yeah. it, you said Ariel, and you're like, what was your first reaction? My, like, what are the odds of this? That was my first reaction. Like, no way in the world. And then I'm going like, well, at least I'm not in a hurry to get to the park because I'm a day early going to the hotel, and that's fine. But remember, I was delayed for weather. They shut down the airport, diverted to Corpus Christi, and then when I got to Houston, it wasn't even raining. That was game one. So game six, what happens? Pouring rain. But no airports closed down, nothing like that. So I was okay. So I get the aerial. And I walk up, right? And I look at the car. Look pretty similar. You're getting all excited. You're and I'm like, going like, oh, there's my guy from Cuba. I'm like, Uriel, Uriel! Yeah, 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 that's it. You know, we're going we're to talk about uh, Yuli Guriel again. And it's Ariel. This guy comes out of the car. He comes out of the car to greet me. And he looked like, I don't know what this guy, he looked nothing like the, the other Ariel. It was a different Ariel. This guy had glasses. He looked like a professor. And I said, Ariel? And he goes, yes. And I saw you talk, yes. Where the other guy was, no English. No English. And again, I had all kinds of problems you know, talking to the guy. He wasn't even paying attention. He was, you know, the for Ariel one was sitting there talking to his buddy who was driving Uber. And they're laughing. And I'm going, I got to get to a game here. You know, it's only World Series game one. So... I told this Ariel, I said, your name really Ariel? He goes, yeah. So I got in the car and I told him the story. And uh, he says, that is unbelievable. I go, let me ask you a question. I go, is Ariel a, a common name? And he goes, not really. <laughs> so you know what he said to me? The same thing that I thought when I got Ariel 1 up on the lift. He goes, was it a girl? <laughs> and I go, that's what I thought. From the movie, right? Yep. You know? What's that? Little Mermaid, right? Little Mermaid. Ariel, yeah. So I had two aerials in successive pickups at the airport. Two different guys. Two different cars. Same color car. 
Same kind of make and model. Craziness. Both named Ariel. So I said, seriously, is, is, is this really common? And he goes, no, nah, this is not. He goes, I don't know another Ariel himself. He, he, he didn't know that. So that was crazy. But I'll say what Ariel number two had. He had chargers. Not the L.A. chargers. But he had phone chargers in the back seat. He had three different ones iPhone, Android, Samsung, something, whatever they are. And it was like, do you need to charge your, your, your phone? I go, yeah, I actually do. This is, this is perfect. I did that. So I made a joke uh, to him. And I said, well, uh, you know, I go, you got a, a, a snack shop in here, your, your store? And he goes, didn't know what I was talking about. And I said, well, when I came here before, not this aerial, but another one, this lady picked me up. True story. She had a, a box of, like, potato chips and peanuts. I think she even had toothpaste. She had her own store in the back of her car there with water and, and beverages and that sort of thing. And um, so I said, yeah. So I told him this story. And... And I was like ready to, to, to grab some chips and, and, and a drink. And then I go, well, I go, you got your own little store back here. And she goes, oh, yes, I do. And I go, well, that's very nice of you. So I started to pick up the chips. Right? She goes, $5. <laughs> <laughs> what? $5. Each item is $5. And I go, oh, I thought they were complimentary. You know, after all, I'm paying for this ride. She goes, Pay that man his money. So you know what she said to me? She says, no, this is a. Uh, this is the way that I have to supplement my income because us Lyft drivers really don't make very much money. So now she wants to play the sorrow game with me. I go, oh, jeez. Now I kind of feel obligated that I should you know, pay for this. So I told Ariel number two this story. He goes, that's insane. He goes, I, I, I never heard that. He goes, I used to carry water with me and give to people. I, I still do that. But... He goes, yeah. He goes, someone's actually charging. I go, oh, yeah. And five bucks a shot? So they were doing. Yeah. Supplementing. So I don't think that goes over too well that you know that you get to hear a, the sob stories of some of these Lyft drivers. Now, so go ahead. They carry all of the chargers all of the time. A lot of, a lot of, even out here. That makes sense. Because, yeah. you know, hey, you might need 2% just to get from, you know, from here to the strip. Yeah. It's, you know, Every one of them have, and it's insane. They have like the fast charging cords, mm. which is amazing. Yeah, that's what I have. Like, I, it's the it's the one that I use here all the time. Right. Where you were like, oh my god, my phone was at two, and now I'm at seventy. Yeah. How does that happen? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So uh, give you Ariel too some uh, some credit here. So then get this, uh, I and this guy's probably listening now. So then on Sunday when I'm traveling back, I get the ride, and my guy Bob. Robert, he picks me up, right? I said, okay, cool. Nice, comfortable ride and everything. This guy, he was Texas all the way. Astros fan, so he wanted to talk World Series, all this other kind of stuff. And then, so he starts asking me about what I'm doing here. So I tell the story, why I'm there, and this and that, blah, blah, blah. He goes, you an Astros fan? So I had to tell him why I'm there for Dusty. And that and that took another turn right there. I was like, oh my goodness. I... So he tells me that... He does a blog daily on Facebook. So, of course, now he wants to be my Facebook friend and everything, right? And he talks about his day, who he 
you know, who gets so in like his lift driver. So his so guess a day who, in the life of a, of right, a lift, driver. lift driver. Correct. So guess who is his feature on Sunday? I bet you it was you. It was. It was. Now it, I need it, to yeah. Go. Yeah. And uh, so Do you he, have his. He, he sent me the friend request, and I did accept it because I'm a you know I'm a nice guy. And uh, so yeah, he uh, yeah. I wanted to read it on air. You probably could. now would that show up on my timeline? If he tagged you in it, you know he he did. We weren't friends yet at that point in time. You know what I'm saying? And he yeah. and he typed my name in there, but uh, I would have to go back if you want me to to try to find his name. If you're so inclined, so intrigued, I was just gonna say so it, it's kind of funny to yeah. So uh, again, so yeah, he was um um. I think, uh, yeah, Robert Craig. There he is. Robert Craig. You look him up. Yeah, the picture looks like he's a convict. Uh, but uh, nice guy. Very nice guy. So oh, then he guy. says to me, hey, can you do me a favor? He goes, can you subscribe to my YouTube channel? I go, what's that about? You know, the lift thing goes, oh, no, no. He goes, cooking. He goes, I'm a great cook, and I have these recipes and all this other kind of stuff. And I said, okay. So then... We went from talking about the Astros and Dusty to uh, his cooking prowesses. And the guy had some great recipes, I will say. So there you go. Go check out Robert. Yeah. Day in the Lift Driver. So he said, he, yeah, he's going to, he put me on there. Or he, you know, was, uh, I don't know, did you find it? I'm looking. Oh, okay. Yeah. It's probably, like I said, it was from, probably posted Sunday or Monday. But there you go. There's a bunch. Did, of, yeah. He does it every day. Oh, here we go. You found it? Yep. Oh, no. What did he say? And now from the diary of a Lyft driver. (laughs) Do we need music for this? We probably need music for this, don't we? I don't know what we need. I don't think it's any German music, but anyway. All right. So now now you got me curious. All right. What's Robert got to say? And now from the diary of a Lyft driver. After driving for four plus years, I was wondering if I would ever give a ride to a celebrity. Celebrity. Hey, hey, hold on. hey. Hold on. Well, it happened yesterday during my drive. During my drive hours, it was none other than T.C. Martin, a sports talk radio host out of Las Vegas. I'm sure there are a lot of folks on here that have never heard of him unless you <laughs> unless you live in the Vegas area, i.e. Tom, blah, 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 blah. Um, the part of the story that took the back that took a backseat from what was from what I was told the conversation moved forward it turned out T.C. Martin was in town for the World Series game and what the most important thing is he's a lifelong friend of none other than Dusty Baker Jr. the manager of our world champion for the 2022 Houston Astros you're a terrible narrator I'm trying to I'm trying to read and all this and I'm getting what is this song anyway search for tomorrow or what is this it's it's just called music for reading okay music for reading music for reading is that what you're doing that's all all. You're, you're failing at your reading Go ahead. Is there more? Um, <laughs> as we talked, I remember a conversation that, held, that was held between the media and Dusty Baker. So I asked TC what he thought about the question regarding Dusty's tenure with the Astros. That'd and be tenure. Te- that's what I yeah, Okay. <laughs> Not tetanus shot. Anyway, go ahead. Tenure. Both, yeah. We both agreed that it wasn't time in our place for such questions because the Astros were in the midst of a playoff stretch. This is the question for the 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 after the playoffs were finished, but that what, dude? Hold on. 
I need my glass. I don't have my glasses. Yeah, on. yeah. You need something. I do. Jeez. Um, this is the question. Do I need to read what he said about me? Do I need to read it? No, uh, it's not okay. Now, now his answer to me on the subject of Bob. If Bob Crane wa- wants him back after that'd be Jim Crane. Well, Bob Crane was a dead actor. He puts Bob Crane. He put Bob Crane. He put Bob Crane. You might want Hogan's to- Heroes. <laughs> That's him. I know he was in trouble. Uh, Jim Crane, the owner. He said Bob. Really? He said Bob. Okay, go ahead. Uh, to take the taking the team to the at top of the pinnacle, and then it, and then pay the man and let him know what his skill set is appreciated. Uh, the prevailing thought of T.C. Martin is that a, a multi-year deal is tenured to Dusty, and then he will be back for another year to continue the Astros dynasty trek. If not, then see you later, Dusty. Has nothing else to prove. Just check his track record. Now I'm done. <laughs> Thank goodness. First of all, I did not say anything about a multi-year deal. I said that he's been on a year-by-year deal, which is a travesty, and that Dusty wants to come back. All right, And I said if Crane makes him the offer, which we talked about, he will be back. And so today they're having the conversation. He will be back as manager of the Astros. There you go. So I didn't say anything about a multi-year deal. Uh, you know, that reading was probably about a three. Good job. Thank you. A three on a scale of one to a thousand. Thank you very much, sir. That was atrocious. I hope so. I mean, you know, I don't think anybody got anything out of that. But you did save my voice. That's what I was trying to do. five minutes. Jeez. Bob the Lyft Driver. Bob the Lyft Driver. <laughs> there it is. Go look at some of his recipes. There you go. All right, let's close you out with some more terrible Tuesday. And that fit right in. I mean, that what Nubchuck just did, that was terrible. It's Terrible Tuesday. That's terrible. Things gone wrong in the sporting world. That's a terrible idea. I want to know what the hell he's smoking. Something stinks in here. That's terrible. <laughs> it's Terrible Tuesday. Things gone wrong in the sporting world. The Raiders lose again in Jacksonville. Oh, yes. They were shut out to the Saints last week, 24-0, as we know. Well, this week, 17-0. They go ahead and go out to a lead, and the Raiders lose 27-20, as we well know. They were outscored 27-3 over the final two and a half quarters. They were 3-for-12 on third downs. Devontae Adams had nine catches for 146 yards in the first half. You know what he got after halftime? Nothing. Nothing. He had one catch for zero yards. Downright atrocious. The Raiders fall to two and six. They lose to the Chargers, the Cardinals, the Titans, the Chiefs, the Saints, and now the Jaguars. Now, that's who they lost to. All except for the Chiefs. These teams aren't very good. And I don't want to hear that the Titans are really good. All right? I don't want to hear that the Cardinals are any good because they stink. And I don't want to hear about the Chargers. All right? Chargers are not very good. All right? And, and we know that the Saints and the Jags stink. And we saw that going back last night with the Saints. The Raiders beat the Broncos and the Texans. They beat a 3-5 and five team and a 1-6-1 and one team. 
This season, as we know, has turned from hope to disaster. But here's the thing. No one really in the national media is talking about this. The people locally are talking about it, saying, oh, what a disappointment this is. This team has got to be better than this and that. The national media, they're not even talking about this. They're not even on the radar. You know why? Because they know this is the Raiders. This is the norm. There were no expectations for this team this year. I mean, there really wasn't. Maybe being a playoff team, they barely stood in the playoffs last year. There were no major expectations. Remember that for most people either that are doing the national media or ESPN, where'd they pick the Raiders in the division? They picked them to finish last. They did. So guess what? That's where the Raiders are right now. They're last. They're still not very good. This record is indicative of what we're used to seeing with the Raiders. That's not bashing on the Raiders. That's the facts. All right? This is what we've come accustomed to seeing for the past 20 years. It's not that big a deal. Now, the Colts, they're more of a disappointment because the Colts, we got Matt Ryan, and they were supposed to be better this year. They disappointed at the end of last season. Talk to Lewis Riddick. He'll tell you it's not even close. The Colts are the biggest disappointment of any team this year. All right? It's not the Raiders. It's not the Packers. It's not the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. It's not the Rams. No. Those teams are all disappointing. But with the Raiders, people were hoping. Put that word in there. They were hoping that the Raiders would be better this year. But they're not because they are the Raiders. And it's tough for any coach to come in to a situation like this, new regime, new GM, it's going to take time to build. And I don't think Josh McDaniels is going anywhere. Mark, Mark Davis isn't going to fire the guy. No, he's going to give him a year or two or three to get this right. He's not playing with his own players. But have they had some disappointing losses? Yes. Has Josh McDaniels shown that maybe he's not a very good coach? Yes. Just like what we saw in Denver. Not very good. But this really was kind of expected. That's all I'm saying. Now back to Sunday's game in Jacksonville. Let's add this. Six minutes and 36 seconds to go in the game. And the Raiders are already losing. Been outscored 27-3 pretty much at this point in time. Close to it. And the Raiders are attempting to punt again in the fourth quarter. Well, the Raiders were interrupted by a streaker. A streaker ran onto the field during the Raiders' attempt on this punt in the fourth quarter. The man was seen with cutoff shorts and sneakers. But neither one lasted when he was being carted off the field. That's right, because security went after him, tackled him to the ground at the 20-yard line. Six police officers then came, quickly showed him off the field, took him into custody, naked. The man lost his shorts. He lost his shoes while being gang-tackled. That's right. I saw a video. He was tackled by like six people. It was great. (laughs) Six police officers took him to the ground. Now, after he was taken away and play resumed, the Raiders tried to punt again. What happened? Matt Collins, false start, penalty. (laughs) Raiders were flagged for a penalty after the streaker was flagged for losing his shorts 
And his shoes. How do you lose your shorts and shoes? I told you this happened in Houston. Remember when I was there for his game one? Same thing happened. And the guy had red shorts, and then next thing you know, the guy's naked. I don't know what the, these police officers are doing here. Yes, but that does say it all, doesn't it, for that game and the Raiders being 2-6. and six. All right, NBA uh, 2021 first-round pick Joshua Primo was released by the San Antonio Spurs for exposing himself during therapy sessions. What is this with these naked stories here? Former clinical psychologist for the San Antonio Spurs filed a lawsuit alleging that the organization ignored her repeated reports of indecent exposure by Primo. Now, according to the lawsuit, Primo exposed himself to Dr. Hillary Cawthon a total of nine times. Now, the first indecent exposure allegedly occurred during a psychological exam session with Primo in December of 2021 and was reported to the Spurs management in January of 2022. Rather than the act on Dr. Cawthon's reports, the Spurs ignored her complaints, hoping that the organization could ignore them and cover up Primo's action. Now, the lawsuit says the Spurs organization was willing to sacrifice Dr. Cawthon to keep what they had hoped one day to be a star player. Now, once Primo's conduct entered the public sphere while the Spurs were forced to act upon it and they released him. The Spurs' recent actions with regard to Primo are too little too late and the Spurs' public statement about Primo's departure is a complete farce. Josh Primo never intentionally exposed himself to her or anyone else and was not even aware that his private parts were visible outside of the workout shorts. Now wait a minute. Let's undress this matter here. Undressed? Yes. Is he pulling a Deshaun Watson here? Or is he pulling a Pee Wee Herman? I mean, is he trying to make a move on the doctor, the female doctor who's 40 years old? Or is he just, you know, got his junk falling out of his trunk? That's what I want to know here. What is this? Now, she's not wrong about saying the Spurs want to try to protect their prize first-round pick. I get that. But they did release him after the story got out, after it got hot and heated. So what is with these players in the state of Texas wanting to expose themselves? Huh? Deshaun Watson, this guy, rub and tugging themselves? We heard Deshaun was doing this, right? Now he's doing it? I don't know, man. Crazy story coming out the state of Texas. We got streakers in Jacksonville. We got massage guys. We got first-round picks. I don't get it. All right, I want to thank Derek Lee for joining us today. Appreciate D. Lee wrapping up the World Series. All right. We'll have more of that uh, tomorrow as well, too. Talk NFL. Start looking ahead to Week 10 in the NFL. Talk some college football as well, too. That and a whole lot more. Miss any part of the show, go to the website. Check it all out at tcmartinshow.com. We're back at it again. Manana at 2. Get your clothes on, Numchuck. The news reporter in the booth at the gym covering the disturbance at the basketball playoff. Pardon me, sir. Did you see what happened? Yeah, thief. Hey, Tom, I was just going down there to get Ethel a snow cone. Here he come, right out of the cheap seats. Dribbling. Right down the middle of the court. Didn't have on nothing but his head. Made a hook shot and got out through the concession stand. I hollered up at Ethel. I said, Dog!